The Twins fall to the Yankees 10 to 4 in the series opener. Let's break this one down. A lot to talk about on today's episode of Locked On Twins. You are Locked On Twins. Your daily Minnesota Twins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And welcome to the Lockdown Minnesota Twins podcast. Today is Tuesday, June 7th, and I'm your gracious host, Nash Walker. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. I'm Nash Walker. I've been running at Twins Daily for over two years, been hosting this podcast for over two years. This is season four at Twins Daily, this is season three as host of the pod. And for as long as I've been alive, 22 years, I was born in 2000, and probably before that, I'm sure before that as well, when the New York Yankees come to town, every Twins fan, (gasps) that's your reaction, oh no, here come the Yankees, because it does not matter how well the Twins are playing, it does not matter where they are in their season, how good the team is. If it's the playoffs, if it's the regular season, if it's in Minnesota, if it's at Yankee Stadium, they just can't handle the Yankees. They can't. The Yankees have owned this team for years and years and years. And are you surprised they waltz into target field and put up a 10 spot in game one of this series? There's a lot more to this. It's more complicated. It's nine innings. It's a baseball game. But there's a lot of intricacies in this. The Yankees win 10 to four tonight. Cole Sands starts. It's Archer uh, Wednesday, Dylan Bundy Thursday. The Twins need Joe Ryan and Sonny Gray back. Their pitching is decimated, absolutely decimated in the rotation. We know this. So are you surprised that the Yankees went out there and scored 10? I'm not at all. I'm not. I mean, Aaron Judge in the first inning hits a two-run homer. That's just what he does. John Carlos Stanton homers. That's what he does. This is what the Yankees do. This is a Yankees team that's 40-15, and And they're facing Cole Sands, who I liked as a prospect. And I still think, you know, could have a future in the big leagues. But not right now as a starter in these matchups. I mean, I didn't think Cole was bad tonight. I didn't think he was good by any means. Like, I didn't think he was bad, though. I think the Twins getting out 5-4 in the seventh inning. That is, you sign up for that 10 out of 10 times with Tyone going against uh, Cole Sands. You take that. All day long. I would have signed up for what happened up until the seventh inning all day long. Tyler Duffy enters the game. The rest is history. It's probably time for Tyler Duffy. I think it's he's at a point where it's going to be very difficult to come back from this. His stuff clearly isn't there where you can point and say, well, it's okay because he's throwing hard and he's getting swings and misses. No, he's not. He's giving up homers. He's not getting swings and misses. This is not a super high leverage spot, and it's not low leverage, but the Twins are losing late. It's 5-4. They bring in Tyler Duffy. Rocco Baldelli, since he came in 2019, has always managed this way. When they are losing, he's not going to go to Yuanderon. He's not going to go to Emilio Pagan. He's not going to go to his higher leverage relievers when the Twins are losing, especially in the first game of a series. That's not what he does, for better or worse. I think there are nights when he should do it. And tonight, you get into that inning, 
You're in a spot against the Yankees bullpen that is without Araldis Chapman and Jonathan Loisaga. They're two best relievers, and Clay Holmes has been awesome back there for them. But they don't have Chapman. They don't have Loisaga. That was an opportunity to go to Duran or go to somebody else in the seventh inning. I, he didn't have to go to Duffy there. It was like Duffy was so bad. You are putting them into a situation that is not low leverage. Like he needs to be in the lowest of leverage situations. And that's not. And he blew it. He gives up a huge homer to Anthony Rizzo. And the game is over. It's eight to four. It's over. The game is not over at five to four. I would have liked to see, and I want to see you wander on all the time. Like it's not always right when I say, oh, I would have liked to see you. Of course, you'd like to see you wander on in any inning at any time. And he's so much better than every other reliever back there that he always makes sense. He always makes sense unless the Twins are up by 15 or they're down by 15. Yoan Duran always makes sense, especially after a day off. He did pitch on Sunday. I, I would have gone to him there. I would have because you don't know if you're going to get another opportunity in this series now. Like you had a chance to win that game, and now you don't know if you'll get another one. And it's possible like Archer gives them four or five good innings, Duran and Jack's partner up and they pitch four scoreless and the twins, you know, pitch really well against the Yankees on, on Wednesday or Thursday. It's possible, but that was, that was your chance. The offense showed up. The offense had scored four runs. They left some chances on the table and they weren't stellar, but Jorge Polanco homers, Tyone's been super good and they get to him a little bit, knock him out of the game. And they are without Loisaga and Chapman. So I thought that was a mistake from Baldelli to go to Duffy there. Even, you know, Outside of Duran, maybe go to Pagan there. He hasn't pitched in a couple of days. Like, maybe go to Pagan in the seventh inning. And if Pagan gets through the seventh and the Twins find a way to score, you go to Duran in the eighth and ninth, but you give your offense one more chance in the seventh inning. He kind of took away that chance by going to Tyler Duffy, who has been awful. He's been awful. I mean, what else do you expect from Tyler Duffy right now? He's been terrible. And you took that opportunity away from the offense in the seventh inning, I thought. Uh, Duffy's just got to perform better. I mean, he sucks. He's been so bad for them. And it's frustrating to watch because I remember the days, a couple weeks ago even, where Tyler Duffy looked good. And I remember certainly when he was one of the best relievers in, in the American League and one of the best setup men in all of baseball. I remember that. It's real. It's true. It happened for more than just one year. He was a great reliever for two years for the Twins. It looks like it's over for him. It looks like it's over, and you can't in game one of a, of the Yankees series. I don't think you can give that game away right there, and and they did, and it sucks. Let's talk more about this game. The offense, Martin Buxton had a, a just brutal plate appearance. Um, he did double in the first inning, but had a, a very poor plate appearance. Let's talk about Buxton. Talk about this offense. Talk about Luis Arise, who left with a shoulder problem. Um, I don't even want to say that because it sucks so bad. Let's talk about it after this word from Rock Auto. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models. It's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. So what should you do? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck 
right? Locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. We have an important favor to ask you. We put together a survey so we can learn more about listeners like you and make your favorite Locked On podcast even better. This is your opportunity to tell us what you like and don't like about Locked On Podcast. Go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey right now to get started. It won't take very long, and everyone that completes a survey can qualify for a chance to win one of 10 $100 Ticketmaster gift cards. To take our audience survey, go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey. Thanks for your help. Byron Buxton comes up in a spot where the Twins could have really used a run with two outs and runners on, and he had a terrible at bat it's been kind of a a calling card of this slump his at bats are not good for a majority of them swinging through stuff in the zone chasing away from the zone he's not right he's not right and and he's not right even after a really solid game one performance in toronto on friday he's not right it's it's very clear and nick nelson wrote a piece at twins daily maybe shutting down myron muxton is the best thing for him right now putting him on the injured list Maybe Luis Arise goes on the injured list now with a shoulder problem. I think very straightforward. If Luis Arise goes on the injured list, which we don't know, he has shoulder tightness. If he goes on the injured list, it's a lefty Nestor Cortez anyway. On Wednesday, he wasn't going to play anyway. But if he does go on the injured list and he's unable to face Garrett Cole on Thursday, it's Alex Kirilov coming up for the Twins, who's absolutely crushed at St. Paul. He just steps in as your first baseman against righties. Uh, it's nice to have that depth, uh, but Luis Arise, I've said, and I've said recently, especially because he's been unbelievably good, was unbelievably good again tonight. His absence is felt the second most to Byron Buxton, maybe not right now for Buck, but you know, overall in a full season, who are the two players you feel most when they when they're missing? And I would say, you know, we haven't seen the full Carlos Correa experience. I would guess over a full season. You know, your two best players are the answer to that. But it's not always true. I think there's an energy. I think there's a style. And I think Luis Arise is number two. He's a clear number two for me. When Buxton's out, it's so obvious that this team is way worse, you know, over a full season. When Luis Arise is out, this lineup is way less dy- – it's, it's much less dynamic. It's much less tough, I think, on an opposing pitcher. And it doesn't mean it's a bad lineup with a lot of Luis Arise – but there's just an element that he brings when he does play, and it's it's special. And especially against tough pitchers, he's more consistent than, say, a Byron Buxton against a tough right-handed pitcher. Or, I don't know, maybe a Max Kepler or a Jose Miranda. Luis Arise is much more consistent against good pitching because of his style, because of his approach. And he is going to struggle more against good pitchers, as everybody does. But it feels like that drop-off is a lot less with Luis Arise, and he's able to get to pitches He's able to get to velocity. He's able to get to off-speed stuff. So you really want him Thursday for Garrett Cole. It would suck if he was out for that game. Now the Twins, I think, are set up in a tricky spot with Nestor Cortez, who's been on freaking real, like unbelievable. I say unbelievable a lot. Actually unbelievable with his stuff, what he's doing for the Yankees. He's going to go Wednesday against Chris Archer, and then Thursday is Dylan Bundy against Garrett Cole. I drew up Thursday as an insta-loss. I call it an insta-loss. This is baseball. You never know. But Garrett Cole dominated the Twins at Target Field last year. It was Dobnak Cole. You knew that game was over before it started. And I think that Thursday game is probably over before it started, which makes it even more frustrating 
that Baldelli went to Duffy in the seventh inning tonight and didn't use someone better when the Twins were down by one run. It's frustrating. Um, we'll see if Kirilov comes up. I don't know. I, I don't think he'll be up Wednesday because it's a lefty in Nestor Cortez, but it's possible he's up Thursday for Cole. Correa sounds like he's going to return, which is amazing news, especially for the lefty. That's great. Great news. And finally, feels like maybe the Twins lineup is, is coming to roost, that these guys are getting healthy. Knock on wood, just as Luis Arise. I keep Luis Arise now dinged up, but felt like for a second there, the Twins lineup was getting healthier. Um, the hits just keep on coming for them, right, in the rotation, in the lineup. I'm not surprised by this result tonight. Like, I'm just – I don't – I have things to say, but I'm like, I'm just – of course, the Yankees scored 10 runs on Cole Sands, Trevor McGill, Wamanaya, and the Twins' bullpen. Their C bullpen from AAA. That's that's what, that's what happened here. I mean, what where do you go for the rest of this series? What else can you take from game one? I don't think it's a huge deal they lost this game. You know, and they can win one of these next two, possibly win Wednesday. Probably a much better chance to win Wednesday. But let's break that down after this word from Bilt Bar. Don't you love a chewy, chocolatey brownie? What about a caramel brownie with caramel swirled on top? So good. What if I told you that you can't have all that chewy, chocolatey deliciousness plus 17 grams of protein? You're in luck because caramel brownie bars are available at Built.com right now. And you got to act fast because they're a fan favorite. Forget about dessert. They are These are better than dessert. Plus, the macros are unreal. 130 calories, 17 grams of protein, and only 4 grams of sugar. I'd replace a regular brownie with Bilt's Caramel Brownie Bar in a heartbeat. The best part, caramel brownie bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. Like, for real. With Bilt, you don't have to sacrifice tasty for healthy. You can have both. There are a million reasons you should try Bilt Bars, but for now, let's just say that caramel brownie will rock your world. That's not an understatement. With Bilt, tasty is the new healthy. Go to Bilt.com to get your box of caramel brownie bars now. Go to built.com, use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. We knew this was going to be a tough series with the Probables. I mean, we knew Toronto was going to be tough, and they smacked the Twins in game two. The Twins won game one and game three, and they won the series, and they gave up 12 runs in game two and got absolutely destroyed. So, a 10-4 loss is just the same as a 6-5 loss if you're the Twins. It counts the same in the loss column. You show up tomorrow. I love the approach at the plate tonight for Tyone. Again, I thought they had a chance to win this game Tuesday night. They had a chance to win this game. Just give yourself a chance. And you have Duran fresh. Pagan, is it a good thing that he's fresh? TBD. I don't know if that's a good thing. Uh, maybe Archer repeats what he did in Detroit, goes four or five solid innings. I think against this Yankees lineup, it's very right-handed. It would be a success to go four or five, giving up two earned runs. If he can do that, I'll say, good job, Chris Archer. Couple earned runs over four or five innings. They'll chase. Like, they'll chase. Giancarlo Stanton will chase. Donaldson will chase at times. Judge will chase. You can get these guys out chasing on off-speed stuff. Maybe Archer can spot up his slider. He had a great feel for it in Detroit. He was throwing strikes. Maybe he comes out and he does that against the Yankees. And he's kind of a gamer. He's somebody who understands the assignment. So maybe he does that for them Wednesday. I'm hopeful. And this pen is fresh. Like they used Juan Manaya and Yenir Cano and 
Trevor McGill tonight and Tyler Duffy. They didn't use Yohan Duran. They didn't use Emilio Pagan. It's sad that there's only really like two. They didn't use Joe Smith, who I think might be good against these Yankees righties as well. They didn't use those guys. So here's the plan. You hope for five from Archer. You plan for four. You go Jacks five, six. You go Duran seven, eight, or you go Pagan seven, Duran eight, nine, or Smith seven, Pagan eight, Duran nine, some kind of combination. But I think you're going Archer Jacks on Wednesday. If Archer struggles early, go to Jacks. Give yourself a chance. Like you can't let these games get away from you. And they didn't on Tuesday. So credit to Cole Sands, credit to the Twins bullpen. They gave up five runs or whatever through the sixth inning and the seventh inning, getting into the seventh. They gave up five runs, which is not great, but against this Yankees lineup with Cole Sands starting and the Twins offense scoring four, that's okay. Like it's that's fine. If they give up five runs through six innings, again, it's not good, but like what are your expectations for this series with the matchups? If this was Joe Ryan tonight and the Yankees had scored five going into the seventh, I'd be like, that's not good. Like that's a failure. What happened to Joe Ryan tonight? He didn't give them a chance to win. It's Cole Sands and the Twins bolt BC bullpen. And they gave up five through six. Like, it's it's what you'd expect. And it's not a disaster. They didn't give the game away. Chris Archer hopefully doesn't give the game away Wednesday. He's It's possible with him. He, when he's not throwing strikes, he'll give up homers. It's possible he could let this thing get away. But if I'm the Twins, if I'm Rocco Baldelli and Wes Johnson, knowing what is ahead in the series, and they should have done this tonight, and they didn't, knowing what's ahead, You have Garrett Cole Thursday. I'm telling you, I know this game is crazy. And I know I probably said the same thing about Kevin Gaussman Sunday. Gaussman going against Smeltzer. That game is 80-85% in favor of the Yankees to me with Bundy and and Cole. Knowing that, I think you, you do as much as you can tomorrow to win. As much as you can against Nestor Cortez, the lefty. And maybe Cortez ends up being a tougher matchup than Cole. You never know. And you never know. You know, on anything, maybe Cole doesn't pitch. You never know what's going to happen. I would focus Wednesday on not saving arms. Like, let's try to win a game. Let's try to win one of these three because now you you have to win one of the next two or you're swept. So I didn't think this game was managed well past the sixth inning. I thought it was okay up until that point. You know, they pulled Sands probably at the right time, maybe a little late. I wouldn't have let him see Judge again, but there was not much damage there. It ended up being okay. So... Um, poorly managed in the seventh, I would definitely say. Twins lose to the Yankees 10-4. We'll be back with a post game tomorrow, hopefully after a Twins win. I want to thank you for making Lockdown Twins your first listen today. Don't make your second listen the Lockdown MLB podcast. MLB expert Paul Francis Sullivan brings humor, passion, and unique perspective on every team and the biggest stories around the league. Follow the number one daily league-wide podcast, Lockdown MLB. I'm going to go on with Sully very soon. I'm very excited. On the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast, Follow me on Twitter at NashWalker9. Like, subscribe, comment on YouTube. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Tell your friends about Locked on Twins. Even if you have a YouTube account you don't use, please subscribe so I can get that number up. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day, and go Twins.